Hey everyone, welcome to the Happy Flosser podcast. My name is Billy Lunt. I am your host, and I am here to talk to you about all things dental hygiene to support you on your journey through the dental hygiene program. Welcome, so glad to have you. I went in to have my teeth cleaned, and the hygienist knows that I'm a clinical professor, and she asked me about the live patient exam versus the mannequin exam. And when I shared my thoughts and feelings about the mannequin exam as it compares to the live patient exam, she had a negative response about it. And her reason for this was that she felt as though she saw a live patient for her exam and that it was a better measure. So let's talk about in this episode some of the facts and fiction or stories around the conversations that have been going on since the mannequin exam uh, started being offered as part of the licensure process for the dental hygienist. And I'm just going to share my own journey through this process, being a clinical professor before, during, and hopefully after a pandemic world. Now, typically every year pre-pandemic, the CDCA, who runs the ADEX board exams, has a yearly educators conference. And this happens in January in different areas of the country. And the reason behind this conference is to bring all the educators and coordinators together so that they can discuss some of the new changes or edits that have been made to the exam. And this is meant to help provide the most current and up-to-date information to the coordinators and educators so that we can provide the most up-to-date support for our students who are preparing to take the exam. We discuss with one another and collaborate on ways that we can meet the needs of our students to help reduce their stress and anxiety around preparing for this exam. And everybody brings different ideas and thoughts to share with each other. And this is how things like mock exams are developed. So it's a wonderful opportunity for educators all across the country to come together with the examiners and share ideas. This is probably the most beneficial thing that we can do to meet the needs of our students to be successful on this exam. So in 2020, January of 2020, I was really excited because when I went to the educators conference, one of the presenters talked about a mannequin exam that had been piloted that year in several different schools across the United States. And this was just for dentists. And they talked about a lot of the benefits and some of the drawbacks of using this mannequin exam. And most of the outcomes of this pilot were fairly positive. The dentists involved with the pilot expressed some of these outcomes of the pilot. And as a group, we were eager to hear how the process and the outcomes were evaluated. But more important, how would this pilot impact the future of clinical board exams? We were excited to hear how well the models mimicked real enamel and how much the examiners were satisfied with the results of their pilot. 
we were eager to hear where they were in the process and when this could be rolled out in every school and in every state. More importantly, I wanted to know where were we in the process of developing a mannequin exam for our dental hygiene students. It was discussed at that time in January of 2020 at the CDCA conference that there was great progress made in the development of synthetic enamel, but that they were still working on the development of real-life calculus that everybody was happy with. This seemed to be a little more tricky to replicate, but it was in process and they were making progress and it was on the horizon to be a pilot in the near future. So I was very excited about that news. As educators, we were all excited. We knew what that meant to standardize that exam. We knew how beneficial it would be for a number of reasons. Let me talk about those reasons. The reason for the ADEX exam is simple. Can you find calculus? Can you feel the calculus? Can you remove the calculus? And are you aware of the areas in which you were successful in removing it without harming the tissue or the tooth? That's really the simple measure of the ADEX exam. And as far as I'm concerned, that can be replicated on a standardized model with enough time and enough persistence. Let's take a look at the live patient exam situations. So the patient has to meet a specific criteria, none of which the faculty can help the student discover or understand. They have to do this all on their own. So basically they have to have readily detectable calculus and when they find a patient who has, or if they find a patient who has readily detectable calculus, typically as faculty, we want our students to use their time in school to become competent in their scaling. But if they're not coming across a lot of patients with that type of calculus, board qualifying calculus, and they're saving this patient, they may not get enough scaling proficiency in that final semester, or not as much as we would like them to have. Because if they do find the patient that meets the specific criteria, we don't allow them to scale that patient because they want to have as many opportunities as possible to scale that patient on board exam day. This is not a patient-centered exam. If a student finds this patient really early in their last semester, they save that patient till board exam day, which could be months down the road. So this is not patient-centered care at all. This live patient exam is also not student-centered because now your student has found a patient that would be a wonderful learning opportunity for them, but they're not allowed to use them for any of the learning opportunities in their final semester. They're saving them for their board exam day. The most important thing as far as I'm concerned is that not every student has the same measurable exam. Some patients are just really hard to manage. Some patients are really sensitive. Some patients have complex medical histories. Some patients have really tenacious calculus. Some patients bleed a lot. Some patients have a gag reflex, but not all patients have all things. And so these are all unique 
individualized challenges that are associated with the live patient exam and can hinder a student's ability to show their proficiency in detecting and removing calculus successfully. Some patients have trouble with local anesthesia. Other patients can't receive local anesthesia, right? So there's anxiety issues. So all kinds of limiting factors that create more challenges for students. In addition to the specific criteria around the live patient, there's also radiograph criteria, and different facilities have different abilities to provide those radiographs in different ways. There's also transport issues where transport containers and instruments have to be transported to the examiners because it's a double-blind exam, and this can be very challenging and cumbersome to facilitate at the actual facility. And this is if your patient shows up. Students often have that high stress fear of, is my patient going to make it to the appointment? Or when my patient arrives, is their blood pressure going to be okay? Are they going to be dismissed? All those things that you worry about happening do happen to some students. Another perspective I would just like to share when it comes to comparing the live patient exam to the mannequin exam is to highlight some of the requirements that students are required to do while they're enrolled in the dental hygiene program. They have specific competencies in an accredited program that they have to meet in order to pass things like calc detection and calculus removal. And they're actually higher in the dental hygiene program at accredited institutions versus this exam, this live patient exam on ADEX, they only have to pass with a 75% competency. But the competencies while they're enrolled in a program are much higher and that's from the start to the finish and it incrementally becomes more challenging as they go through the program. And the other piece that seems to be a hot topic is patient management. If a student is seeing a live patient, they're evaluated on their patient management skills. And that's just simply untrue. This exam has nothing to do with how a student manages their patients, whether they're medically compromised. I also want to say that students are required to see different types of patients while they're enrolled in the program, from ASA 1 all the way up to ASA 3, and from adolescent up to geriatric. They also are required to see a certain number of special needs patients or patients that require some type of modification in order to provide care to that patient effectively. Students are measured on how well they can manage patients on their national board exam in their case study section, and this is well documented as part of their assessment. But the live patient exam has nothing to do with patient management or modifications. It is simply a measure of calc detection and calc removal, and they have to do it to a 75% competency. What the mannequin exam does is it brings a standardization to this exam and calibration to this exam. If you think about how hard it is to calibrate an entire faculty in one school, imagine the task of calibrating an entire national exam. And this is what ADEX 
is charged with doing. We can't underestimate the variations between patients, but we certainly can standardize and calibrate a mannequin exam. So just a few things I wanted to highlight. What I will say that has been a wonderful thing to witness since taking part in the mannequin exam, our students have been able to focus their last semester on what they should be focusing on, getting ready to go out into the field, focusing their attention on meeting their scaling requirements and competencies to graduate from an accredited program. It's been really wonderful to see the change in what the final semester of their senior year looks like without the stress of the live patient exam. Students are able to focus on what they should be focusing on, really mastering their time management skills, their organizational skills, their clinical application of theory to practice, and really developing those scaling skills that they need when they get out in the field. Rather than focusing their attention on screening countless patients that in hopes to find somebody that meets that criteria for a live patient, students can spend their time meeting their competencies, working on instrumentation refinements with their faculty, and really honing on their skills and working on their areas that they need practice and support on before graduation comes. By removing the live patient exam as part of that last semester push, it has opened up so many more possibilities and opportunities for faculty to work with students on developing those needed skills to make that transition from school to private practice or real world public health situations in a more seamless way. I am excited about what the curriculum development will do in those final semesters across the country once everyone gets on board with the mannequin exam and realizes just how much education and time has been wasted searching for those perfect patients to do the live patient exam. So many more things can be worked on, developed, and created in that last semester with our senior dental hygiene students to create a solid foundation for them to walk out into the world and feel confident about how well they can scale, how well they can do impressions and sealants, perform oral hygiene education, tobacco cessation, and really put all the pieces together as they go out into the field instead of feeling like they spent their last semester scrambling to find a live patient to do one exam on. I would invite you to ask any questions at all that you need answered. Sometimes questions come up when you're listening to this podcast. If you have a question, most likely someone else has the very same question. I'd be happy to answer it and would probably share it in a future podcast.